I'm Amanda. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Most Wanted. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a fun, exciting episode. Sissy. Yeah, we got a bonus. Yes, this is our first bonus episode. I know. Uh, Sissy, do you want to tell us why we are giving them a fun extra episode this week? I do. So, remember when we talked about the people on the 10 most wanted list for the FBI and three of them had been captured? Only seven weeks ago we talked about this. I know. So... They finally added some new people. We have two new people added to the most wanted list, and we want. Yes, (laughs) yeah. So we want to chat about them a little bit today. I thought maybe we should hold out for all three, but I just don't see it happening. If they updated two back to back, I know. Yeah, it's taken so long that. Yeah, I think we should just go for it. We can always do another bonus episode if there is another one. Yeah, absolutely. So they took. Uh, Rafael Caro Quintero and Michael mm-hmm. James Pratt off the list, and they've replaced them with two new douchebags. Yes, uh, Donald Eugene Fields the second, not Junior the second. Boo. Yep, and then Wilver Viegas Palomino. Double boo, double boo. I know, I know. <laughs> Everyone so, on this list is a boo, but you yeah, know what I, I mean. Everyone's terrible. Yeah, so um, I figure we just kind of do the same thing we did last time, do a little brief, like, intros into who they are and where they might be and Mm -hmm. go from there. Cool. So, like the last episode, the main source for this episode is the FBI's website, since that's where we're drawing all of our main info from. But there was some Wikipedia used as well. Um, I'm not going into a lot of detail because they're brand new to the list. We don't have info yet on, I mean, they haven't been caught yet, so we don't have a lot of info or anything. Um, and then I, there's a couple content warnings. It's not going to be in depth, but there will be mention of child sex abuse and CSAM or child sex abuse material along with gang and cartel activity because one of them is a ranking member of the National Liberation Army. So are you ready, Lauren? I am. Can I just say the National Liberation Army being known as the ELN? I did not know. I was very confused. I but saw it in Spanish. two separate sources. Yeah. Well, yes, absolutely. I saw it in two separate <laughs> sources and I was like, it says he's the leader of both. Why does it not say he's the leader of both of them? Because they're the same f- thing. So, yeah. Good for it's me. It's just translations. Yeah. Everything's fine. It, it was, it, yeah, it took me way too long and I was like, Oh, so that's great. Yes. Anyways, let's get going. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Uh, So like we kind of mentioned already, they're all bad. This is going to be brief, but let's talk first about uh, Wilver Viegas Palomino. So he was added to the list on April 22nd, 2023. He was born on October 21st, 1981 as Lauren astutely pointed out, he's only 41, but he is a rough 41. <laughs> I would have guessed 65. I'm not joking. Wait till you guys see his picture. It's like, bro, yeah, don't like, do so many drugs. It's a rough life, you know, it's being a, a cartel I, leader. I guess, <laughs> apparently. Um, he was born in Krumani, 
Colombia. I think I'm saying that about as right as I possibly can. Kurumani. Sure. Um, and he's somewhere between five, seven and five, nine. I'm assuming he only speaks Spanish. He's in, uh, Columbia. So unlikely that he speaks a lot of English, if any, um, he does have some aliases. I would call them more nicknames than aliases, but, yeah. um, so he's also known as Carlos El Puerco or just El Puerco. And then also Wilver Viegas, which is his name. Yep. And then Wilver Palamoni, which is just his name spelled wrong. Oh, <laughs> that could have been a user error. That was a user I'm going to guess it's his name spelled wrong. <laughs> uh, nope, that was a user error. It's still okay. also his name. Everything's fine. This is why you do your own research and you don't <laughs> trust me, who had three days to do this. I'm so sorry. That was a... I wrote that today. Okay. That's stupid. I'm sorry. It's okay. I either either way, it's still his name. Like it's still his it name. It is still his name. So that's that's someone not just spelled alias. it wrong. We're not really sure if it was maybe someone on the podcast or maybe if it was the government. We or maybe it was him. We're gonna, we don't know. Let's you know, I've met a lot of people with the government that don't spell very well. So Oh it's fine. Well, the, well I think it's just kind of like a shared blame all around. Sure. Yep. I like that. Sure. Yep. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um According to the FBI, Viegas Palomino was charged with narco-terrorism, international cocaine distribution conspiracy, and international cocaine distribution. A federal arrest warrant was issued for Viegas Palomino in the U.S. District Court in the Southern District of Texas, which is out of Houston, in 2020. Federal officials say Viegas Palomino and five others were involved in a 20-year conspiracy. That means he started when he was like... 21 right like yeah like that's ridiculous yeah i mean that's that's like that's so scary to me yeah i mean you know i just turned 30 and it's i couldn't imagine being in a life like that for however i wonder he looks so rough exactly it wears on you being a cartel leader wears on you people don't do it a lot of responsibility yeah don't do it i would assume so (laughs) anyway uh, these six people, including Viegas Palomino, um, were involved in a 20-year conspiracy to distribute cocaine from Colombia to the U.S. Um, Viegas Palomino is a ranking member of the transnational criminal organization and foreign terrorist organization called the National Liberation Army, or in Spanish, I'm going to try this to get it right, Ejercito de Liberación Nacional. That sounded uh, beautiful. That was a 10 out of 10. <laughs> For us white Hispanics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very emphasis on the white because I'm pretty sunburned white. after this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the feds are offering $5 million as a reward that's for insane. him. That's insane. Well, so that's how, I, that's how I figured out that they were both taken put on the list is yeah. that it said that everyone else's went like up to 250 Oh, I did see that. Everyone's went up and some of them went went up way high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was his that I was like, I don't even know who this is. What Five million dollars. And I was like, I actually don't know who that is. So (laughs) he's new. He's new. That's why I was like, (laughs) I I literally was listening back to episode 10 Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't think Wilver. There's no one named. Yeah, we don't name Wilver here. (laughs) 
Authorities say he is wanted for his alleged involvement in drug trafficking activities for the ELN Northeastern War Front in the Catatumbo region of Colombia and Venezuela. Uh, Once again, Catatumbo probably is not pronounced correctly, but I'm doing my best. Um, And then I have this very nice quote from FBI Director Christopher Wray. Can I read this to you? I hoped you would. Yes. Okay. This is Christopher Wray. Palomino's placement on the FBI's 10 most wanted list reinforces our nation's partnership with Colombia to combat both terrorism and the spread of dangerous narcotics into the U.S. and around the world. Astute, that man. And with hair that never moves. It's beautifully said. Yeah. Hair that never moves? It doesn't move? Oh, my gosh. No. I went on a run with him once. So... So this is my spoiler alert too. I used to be a part of the FBI. I was going to say, is this, this, is this like a double yep. bonus? Is this where we this tell is, people? Yep, this is the bonus. <laughs> so I, I was I was in the FBI for almost five years. And I went on a run once and I got to run next to Christopher Ray for a short amount of time. And literally his hair doesn't move. It was raining. It still didn't move. It was incredible. I just picture like, I whip my hair back and forth. I whip. And then it just... Like, Even if he did that, the hair would just stay. Oh, all right. The The products he uses are excellent. Is he like a silver fox or what what are we working with yeah. here? Yep. Yeah. Nice. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I picture. Is it kind of short? Well, I think doesn't everyone's hair kind of have to be It's kind of swoopy. It's kind of swoopy. Oh, I'll have to look him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he runs at a very fast clip, like eight minute miles, no matter oh. if people can keep up with him or not. He's just going. I mean, hey, if you're going to always PR, you got to always PR at your own pace. I'm sorry. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Good for you, Uh, Director Ray. I don't think I can use his first name. Yep. So let's move on to the second person we're talking about. Um, I love, so you've probably figured this out, Lauren wrote the scripts for this one. (laughs) I love Lauren's description of this man. She said, he is a total white male pile of shit. He is. Donald Eugene Fields, the second. Again, not junior, the second. I hate that. The second. That's so... I hate that. I know. Uh, A true fuckwad, which I also agree with that. Um, He was born July 9th, 1964. Donnie, I like that too. Donnie was added to the list on May 25th, 2023. So very, very recently. This is the one. Yeah, this is the one where you text me and you're like, ah, there's two new ones. <laughs> I'm losing my shit. I was like, let's shit. do it. <laughs> yes. Um, so he's a native of Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Donald Fields II is 59, and he's wanted on child sex trafficking and child rape charges, which just like, ugh, disgusting. Um, he's wanted him way, way down, way down, so far down. He's wanted in both state and federal court because that's one of the few charges that um, both, like both jurisdictions, can charge for that. A lot yes. of times, if it's really bad, they let it go federal because the punishments are worse on the in the federal system usually. Sure, but both can charge. So he's wanted in both. Um, Fields was indicted on one count of child sex trafficking in U.S. District Court in St. Louis, Missouri, on December 7th, 2022, which also very recently, like he made it onto the list really recently. This, well, this shocks me when I was reading it. I was like, 2022, and I I looked twice because I was Mm -hmm. like, that was seven months ago, six months ago. Right. That's really recent. I was I'm, shocked. I'm impressed it moved that quickly. Yeah, because usually Same. it's a couple of years at least. Well, I'm assuming that you know there was there's maybe other people not 
his co-defendant, I'm assuming there was probably other people they were trying to. Yeah. That's just yeah. an assumption, though. It doesn't say that anywhere. That's just my assumption. Right. Is that yeah. it's not just the two of these people doing what they're doing. Oh, I'm sure not if it's probably a ring. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, Yep. So Fields had at least one co-defendant named Theodore J. Sartori Sr. What is with these people naming other people after themselves? Gross. Um, He is 62. He was indicted on the same charge. Sartori was arrested and pleaded not guilty, of course, in December 2022. Both men are accused of knowingly attempting to recruit, entice, provide, patronize, and solicit a minor in a sex act from January 2013 until June 2017. Just gag me. Ugh. Ugh. People are disgusting. Okay, so moving gross. on. So Fields also faces 15 charges in the Franklin County Circuit Court, which I'm assuming is in Missouri, um, which includes statutory rape, statutory sodomy, child molestation, sexual misconduct and witness tampering, which means there's this is probably a much bigger story than just his charges if there's witness tampering. Like yeah. he was probably trying to actively prevent people from coming forward, which is just horrible, That's horrible, so horrible. Scary. Yep. So a warrant was issued against Fields from the Franklin County Circuit Court after he failed to show up to a March 2022 hearing and left his home, according to court records. Uh, he has several aliases, sort of. Um, they are <laughs> Don Fields, which is his name. Uh, Donald Eugene Fields Jr. Again. His name, Same. but Junior. Junior, not and then, second. Right. And then Eugene Fields, which is his name <laughs> yes. without his first name. Again, like, with the alias thing, I'm the aliases. Kind of confused. There's no consistency with what an alias is. Come on, guys. Come on. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Fields has been known to work as a tree trimmer, which is quite a vocation to choose. How do you so- make enough money to live on being a tree trimmer so my assumption is that he does like landscaping i like that it's just tree trimming <laughs> that's all it said but i i don't know i like that like, like it's, it's like well, what a specialty well, if you're a tree trimmer you're up in a tree you're probably a peeping tom you fucking creep oh that's i hadn't I thought went. of that yep that's, that's absolutely probably sorry. true i shouldn't say absolutely that's probably true that would make sense that's where my brain went um he also was a former resale shop owner. Is that like a pawn shop? Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming the the next thing they were all together for the same thing. It just oh yeah, and to then he two different. Types yeah, of- he ind- he independently sold used cars. I've come across people who do this, the mm-hmm. used car people that like do it out of their own house. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, it's often a bit sketchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Go to a dealership, people. Yeah, Carl's next sentence. I'm very excited to ask Uh, him. Nope, nope, I'm reading (laughs) right now. This is what it says. These were her identifying characteristics. Fields has a scar on his chest, Mm -hmm. groin, Mm -hmm. left calf, and both legs and knees. Yes. What happened? I want how do you get a scar on your to... groin? And how do you how do you identify someone by a scar on their groin? Is it he walking clearly, around naked? It clearly has to be bad enough that these people can identify him as that. Oh God. It that's that's what it has to be, which is so fucking sad. How much surgery do you have where you have a scar on your groin? Hernia. Would that be considered the groin or would that be like your lower abdomen? As someone tried to cut it off? 
that. Ugh. But fair. Or bite it off. I don't care. Lorena Bobbitt wasn't crazy. He deserved what he got. No, I agree. Yeah, she was Anyways. an abuse victim. Yes, she was. Yep. Anyways, also, he had anyway. a tribal print tattoo on his right shoulder. All right, now I've got another little quote. This one is um, from FBI Special Agent in Charge, Jay Greenberg. I'm assuming he's the SAC of the uh, St. Louis office, because that's where this is out of. Mm-hmm. Um, says he has, he has connections in Phelps County as well, uh, along with Indiana and Kentucky. He's been known to travel to Florida, and he's been known to make statements that he will travel to Mexico or beyond. So again... Any tips leading to his arrest or capture will qualify for up to $250,000. He is to be considered armed and dangerous. So uh, for both of these people, you can, if you have seen them, if you know who they are, have any tips, you can call uh, 1-800-CALL-FBI. You can go to tips.fbi.gov. Or if you are abroad, you can visit your local United States embassy or consulate. Um, And you can always contact your local field office as well, which is an easy Google. Um, Every field office has um, an operations center and they can direct your call to wherever it needs to go. So uh, if you know anything about these people, please report them because not only is it better for everyone, but also that means you get more bonus episodes from us. Yes, (laughs) that is true. The more captured, the more we get to do this. Exactly. Where we... (laughs) talk nonsense with very a very limited script <laughs> yes uh and apparently i'm not al- allowed to write them anymore without you no i'm reading <laughs> i'm sorry i could have no, proofread better it's been a busy day <laughs> no i get it i mean we're coming right off a weekend and we're turning it around and publishing it right away so it's fine that's true everything's good we're everything's happy good. that you joined us for this bonus episode yeah and, uh we regularly we scheduled choice. That's true. Regularly scheduled programming tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And Sissy, thank you so much for doing this with me. Anytime. Bye. Bye.